0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
0: Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary for you. prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Boy, do we have a lot going on today? It's great to have you here on our Open Forum Wednesday. Grant Napier on Listen App. You know, in Major League Baseball, who the hell knows what is appropriate anymore? Today, Clayton Kershaw is on the mound for the Dodgers, has a perfect game going after seven innings, throws only 80 pitches. All right? 80 pitches. And he's out of the game. Perfect game through seven, 80 pitches. Dave Roberts takes him out. Yesterday, the Giants are playing the Padres. Bottom of the sixth, Dubin lays down a bunt, okay, in the sixth. Bob Melvin gets bent out of shape in the Padres' dugout. You know, they talk about the unwritten rules of baseball. It's the sixth inning, for crying out loud. It's not the ninth inning. It's the sixth inning. Unbelievable. Seriously. You got Clayton Kershaw who can't go past 80 pitches. And you have a bunt in the sixth inning that gets the opposing manager upset. Really? All right. Derek Carr. Contract extension, $121 million extension, and good for him. Good for him. You know, the guy's been loyal as all heck. Now you got a new coach in there, a new general manager, and now he doesn't have to worry about his deal. All right? Now he doesn't have to worry about his deal. So good move by the Raiders. And again, this is a guy that is as loyal as they come in professional sports. So I'm really happy for that guy. I I, I, Listen, I'm not crazy about Derek Carr as a quarterback. I mean, I think he has his moments. Don't get me wrong. A little bit inconsistent for me, but still, I'm very happy for him. Very happy for him. All right, you got the uh, two play-in games tonight. You got Charlotte and Atlanta. You got nine and a 10 against uh, each other, and then San Antonio at New Orleans. All right, so the home teams win last night. Atlanta's at home. New Orleans is at home. I got a kick. I got a press release today from the Pelicans, letting everyone know that the game is sold out tonight. Really? Like, that's big news. You got to sell out a playoff game. You got to put a press release out. That's because nobody gives a damn about your team during the regular season. So when you do get a sellout, you got to make a big deal out of it. It's embarrassing. It really is. It's embarrassing. So, again, coming up in an hour, Atlanta host Charlotte. And San Antonio uh, is at New Orleans. And the loser is done for the year. All right. The loser is done for the year. And then the winner plays the loser of last night's games. All right. If you want to get in on the program, you know the routine. You hit your hand icon, you raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. It's an open form Wednesday, which means we can go in any direction that you would like. All right. We talked about this a day ago with the Kings and their head coaching search. We have got the Lakers. They are going to have a new head coach next year. You've got Major League Baseball. And again, I don't even know how the game should be played anymore. You got the NFL Draft coming up on Friday. I will talk about the NFL Draft with Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com. That's on my podcast Friday, tomorrow, 3 o'clock, right here on Listen App. And then again, Friday at 3 o'clock Pacific uh, as well. All right. Why don't we get uh, going here on this Wednesday? Let's get the calls rolling. And we're going to start with uh, Al. Hello, Al. Good to talk to you. How are you on this what's Wednesday? Up,
3: what's up, my man? What's up, Dave? Uh, everything good with you? I'm good, man. Sorry I haven't been talking, calling lately. Uh, I mean, kinda, things are kind of weird, but uh, i am still been listening. Um, you know, the unwritten baseball rules is why I don't like baseball. It is by far the stupidest thing I've ever heard because, as you know, there's no time limit. There's no time limit on our game. Nope. Uh, and you know, uh, it, it's it's the second inning when when the when the guy uh, stole the base, and then the sixth yep. inning. And Nape, I've seen uh, it's second inning. I've seen comebacks in, in baseball that were crazier than nine runs in in, in the, the final seven innings. I've seen a lot more than absolutely. that. absolutely stupid. The unwritten rules ridiculous. should stay unwritten and should be followed by it's it's just stupid. It's like literally, come
2: on, man. Yeah, I mean, you're up by nine runs in the sixth inning and you lay down a bunt. The game's not over when you're up by nine runs in the sixth inning. I mean, there are a lot of teams that can make a comeback in a situation yes. like that, you know? So, I, I again, I don't know what Bob Melvin's getting upset about. I really don't. Play better.
3: He's way he's way off base. But, you know, I saw a Giants game years ago. They were losing 7-1. to one. They were down to their last out. In the ninth, and they came back and won in, re- yep. in a regular yep. time. So there's no time. It's yep. like football. It's forty to nothing with five minutes left in the game, and you're throwing up, throwing long bombs, and doing the fake punch. That's, that's been, yep. You're out of it. The game's over at that. But there's no time limit. So I just, I agree with you one hundred percent on that. Did you see uh, that weirdness with Paul O'Neill? He called the Yankees game from his house. He wasn't even, at that yeah, from his field.
2: house, right? Yeah, I what did was, see that.
3: Yeah, that yep. was, what was that all about? He just,
2: he, I don't think he's vaccinated. Oh, uh, I, I may, I may okay. be wrong on that, but I believe that's the case. I may, I may be wrong, but I believe that is what uh, the situation is with him,
3: yeah. I think they tried to cover it up. According to what I was trying to find out, some information. Yeah, he's.
2: I'm looking at the article in the New York paper from uh, yesterday, and uh, yeah, he's 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 unvaccinated, so he's doing the games uh, from home. He's going to work from uh, I think the game. I guess I, I I don't know what else to say.
3: Oh uh, uh, well, well, else, <laughs> you know I thought and you said I believe uh, New York is. It has lightened up a bit on that, right, as far as the
2: uh... – A little bit, yeah, a little bit, absolutely. Not not the way they should. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of flack for that. But as far as the uh, athletes like Kyrie Irving can play – and the Yankees and Mets that aren't vaccinated can play in the home game so that they change that. But if you're a waiter or an usher or right. a concessionaire – at the game, you can't work if you're not vaccinated. But if you're a player, you can play. I mean, that's again, the New York is just completely screwed up on it, in addition to all the other problems they have. This is just ridiculous.
3: Yeah, I'm with you 100%. And the same with the Reds, your podcast, your rant on the Reds, man. It looks well, like biting the hand that feeds you. You know what I mean? You're ripping, you're threatening to pull your team out of the city that's really been a, an iconic city for that franchise. Yeah, absolutely. Is this guy related to Randa DVy or
2: something? I yeah, mean, right.
3: <laughs> he's yeah. a mental case, man. I, I, I'm speechless.
2: I know. That was unbelievable. It really was.
3: And, and I'll just leave my comments. To, and, again, I've listened to all your shows. Even though I don't listen all the way I listen to all the Thank shows. Thank you. And, and uh, I'll just say I'm happy for Cartoon. My nephew's 31. He's a diehard Raider. He's silver and black. He's nuts about football. And, you know, I, he's he's a big Derek Carr supporter. I know your buddy Sean Salisbury, the next time you get together with him, he's going to be really positive on but that. You he'll know, be very happy. Con- you got to have continuity, Nate. There's no, this yep. is, there's, and, you know, I agree with you on Carr. For one thing, I thought is touchdown numbers. Can, if you're, you got to have more than, you know, like 20, 22 touchdowns or what I think 21, sure. 22. It's got to be more than that. But for the most part, the glue that held that team together and it was a, a goddamn circus you know what i mean so good for him yep. he is and i do like him and that, that's ways my opinion so hey you have a good rest of the night man i'm out there listening and take care and stay safe
2: thank you you do the same appreciate it al you know getting Devonte adams i mean that should help his touchdown totals i mean that that's for sure he's got a go-to guy now a legitimate go-to guy, and then you got Waller at tight end. I mean, they're going to be very good, very, very good uh, offensively. All right, again, if you want to get in on the program, raise your hand, hit your hand icon, and we will do it. An open forum Wednesday, uh, we can go in any direction that you would like. Uh, Again, two NBA games tonight with nine versus ten. At least in the East, the teams are legitimate. Both San Antonio and New Orleans, in my opinion, do not deserve to have a chance uh, to make the playoffs, uh, they just don't. But, you know, I don't make the rules. That's the NBA and that's what they're doing. Uh, I just think it's, in this particular instance, it's a bad look for the league to have a 34 and 48 team playing a 36 and 46 win team. 36 wins, 46 losses. You know, at least in the East, both teams are 43 and 39. That's fine. You know what? You won over half your games. I'm okay with that. Charlotte and Atlanta, 43 wins. San Antonio was playing in a game to get into the playoffs with 34. 34 and 48. You think that justifies? Do you think they've earned their way for a right to play in their postseason? I don't. Ridiculous. You know, I'll tell you what else is ridiculous. I thought it was a, a, a absurd that there were so many people bothered by the Minnesota Timberwolves celebration last night. You know what? The Timberwolves have been similar to the Kings, all right? And they are they have every right to be excited, clinching a playoff spot, you know? And I know that the, the guys on TNT ripped them, and, you know, there were a lot of others that came down hard on them. Hey, you know what? I love passion. That's what you're getting paid to do. The place was jumping off the hook. You got caught up in the emotion. I don't have a problem with that. That franchise has been down in the dumps, and they were able to win. And they got excited, and they had a celebration. Why don't we get on baseball teams, Case, when they clinch a wild card or a division, right? We don't have a problem with it when they go into the locker room if they clinch a wild card spot and open up eight cases of champagne and spray it all over everybody. Nobody has a problem with that. Well, that's what Minnesota did last night. They clinched the playoff spot. How's that any different than a baseball team with their shower celebration with champagne? Right? Nobody has a problem with that in baseball. Not only do they not have a problem, teams that win the wild card, one game, what happens? Go into the locker room and it's a champagne fest. Nobody has a problem with that. But now all of a sudden, because Minnesota gets excited Because they win a playoff game, people have a problem with that. What's the problem? Why would that bother anybody? Right? That's what you play for. I would hope the team I root for is excited, too, if they win. You know, it's not like we're talking about a team that's been there every year. We're talking about a a Timberwolves team. I can tell you this. If the Kings ever make the playoffs, which I'm not so sure they ever will, uh, but if they do, that will be the scene if they clinch a playoff spot. And I'll tell you the fans will be going crazy too. That's what sports is all about. Passion. I don't have a problem with that at all. I I was a little surprised by the reaction on social media and the fellas on inside the NBA on TNT. then again, I know that's their act and I you know I get that. I take that with a grain of salt. but there was a lot of uh, I don't want to say anger, a lot of criticism out there on social media as it related to the Minnesota Timberwolves uh last night. All right. Major League Baseball today. The Giants win again against the Padres by the score of two to one. So, you know, that that's a very impressive series for San Francisco early on. A divisional opponent who had gotten off to a four and one start. And I gotta be impressed with what the Giants did. Especially today in a in that close of a ball game. But you know, the Giants win the last two games and they're four and two now. Whereas the Padres, after going four and one, are now four and three. How about the Rockies? Off to a very hot start at four and one. Little surprising there. Little surprising there. Mets five and two. Astros and Dusty four and one. White Sox three and one and Tampa they just keep winning doesn't matter that they have a low payroll doesn't matter that nobody goes to their games all they do is win they put good products on the field and they have a dump of a stadium no one goes to their games it's in St. Pete and they go out and they win i give them a lot of credit i really do i i, I the rays are a very solid organization they really are they're a solid organization they get, and they lose good players every year. And they just find a way. They find a way. They find a way. All right. If you want to get in on the program today, hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. Uh, and we will be very happy to welcome your phone calls right here on Listen Up. Let me give you just a couple of other scores uh, in Major League Baseball. That Clayton Kershaw, where he got taken out after seven. They did beat Minnesota seven, nothing. All right. I told you about Ah, uh, the Giants beating the Padres two to one. Boston beat Detroit nine to seven. Uh, the Mets in Philly won nine to six. The uh, Tribe go to Cincy and win seven to three. Am I allowed to say the Tribe anymore? Is that offensive now in this day and age? Who the hell knows anymore? Uh, Pittsburgh beats the Cubs six to two. Uh, Washington beats Atlanta three to one. The uh, Braves at home. Am I allowed to say Braves? Is that appropriate now? Or is that now like, you know, not part of the uh, English vocabulary? I can't say Braves anymore. I hope so because that was the uh, nickname of my high school, the Syosset Braves. So I would I would hate to think that, you know, when I go back to Syosset, if I ever go to a game or walk on campus, it's not going to be the Braves anymore. It's going to be something else. You just don't know anymore. You know, you don't know anymore. Am I allowed to call the Cleveland, whatever the hell they are, the tribe? Can I keep on calling them the tribe? Or am I going to be looked at, you know, as uh, somebody that's being discriminatory? Seriously, you know, who the hell knows anymore? I really mean that. I, I don't know anymore. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls on this open forum Wednesday. Hope that you are having a great day. And we say hello to Rachel. Hello, Rachel. How are you today? Hi, Grant. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Good. I have my headset on. I just want to make sure you can still hear me. It's a little low. If It's a little low, but that's all right. We'll make it work. no but that's okay we can hear you go ahead um i just wanted to say i only
3: got a chance to catch about the last five minutes of the memphis la game but it was exciting and i loved memphis's energy Uh, i mean patrick beverly turned up his defense
2: you mean minnesota you're saying memphis but i know you mean minnesota i'm sorry i meant minnesota i'm sorry (laughs) no problem it's all good Um, yeah so uh
3: i mean patrick beverly was amazing down the stretch they had they i just felt like uh, minnesota wanted that game more um you know just despite the immaturity from towns and the to stupid fouls they were able to pull out that win over la yep. and, i mean i thought it was a great win for them nice young team and i thought the celebration was appropriate you could just see the emotion and and i did relate to sacramento where they, they've they been waiting a long time for some success and so I, I you know i don't like tnt anyway and then the broadcasters but yeah, I
2: thought people were a little harsh. I, I thought it was great. I love the celebration myself. I do, too. I love the passion and everything else. And I'm going to let you go only because we don't have a great connection. And I want to say thank you for calling, Rachel. Uh, but I'm with you. I, I thought it was fine. You know, again, I want the team to be excited if I'm rooting for the team. That's why I'm a fan. I want the guys to get excited. And you make a good point about Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, if you if you knew that Carl Anthony Towns was going to be that ineffective before the game started, right, you would have said, well, they're not going to win, right? You would have said they're not going to win. But give them credit. You know, Towns was only 3 of 11, had only 5 rebounds, and he had the worst plus minus of anyone on the team, and yet they were able to win. Give them a lot of credit. They were able to win with Towns having such a bad game. Final of 109 and 104. Let's get to Matt. Hey, Matt, you're on with Grant Napier. How are you?
4: I'm good, Grant. Can you hear me all right?
2: Y- yep, I can hear you great.
4: So um, this is Open Forum Wednesday, right?
2: Correct. All right. So uh,
4: I I have a buddy who lives or he coaches junior hockey up in Washington. Right. And he's got a cabin in Mineral, and I get to see him during the summertime we we visit and solve the world's problem around the campfire at night and he told me about a book that I'd like to recommend to you it's uh it's called call me indian and it's about you might have read it I don't know um and I have not read it it. it's 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 about Fred Sockamoose, um from Canada Mm -hmm. And he was one of the first indigenous people to become to go play in the NFL or NHL. Sorry, excuse me. And uh, kind of gives his how he brought he got raised up, how it all happened, went through a lot of turmoil. It's it's a pretty rough book, um, but I'd highly recommend it uh, to you and and just kind of educate yourself. And and it educated me big time. About the word Indian, I had no idea uh, the derogatoriness of it kind of um, through there, but the book does a really nice job. Well,
2: but, I, I find uh, it hard to believe that the word Indian is derogatory. I can well, understand the history, nickname of the in Redskins, in, Redskins would be derogatory or others, but I mean that the, the, the actual name Indian is derogatory.
4: And uh, um, I, I wouldn't say it's not, I don't think it was derogatory or it's meant derogatory, um, but I can understand. Um, in a sense how it was used um, in a derogatory way against him in some of the stories that he talks about um, I'd just give it a listen it, it ain't okay hurt. Uh, plus I thought you yeah. being an NHL guy uh, yeah was uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty he only played 10 games um but but really crazy story um, on how he got brought up and everything so
2: I appreciate uh, it I do appreciate yeah. the uh, info. You have a good afternoon. Really appreciate yeah, it. All right. If you want to come on next, just hit your hand icon. Raise your hand and we will do it. Grant Napier with you right here on Listen app. We got a lot to talk about. Derek Carr gets his new deal as an extension. Good for him. Good for him. You've got the NBA with the playing games tonight. The nine versus tens. All right. You got Clayton Kershaw, who's taken out of the game after – Throwing only 80 pitches, a perfect game through seven. You're done. You're done. Come on out. Now, what about the fans? Does anybody give a damn about the fans anymore in sport? Seriously. I wonder what would have happened if that game had been at L.A. instead of Minnesota. Do you think that would have changed Dave Roberts? Can you imagine the Dodger fans being there and, getting all excited, and then Kershaw is done. I mean, can you imagine what that scene would have been like? Uh, I can't imagine that would have gone over too well. You know, I really can't. All right, again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we will do it. All right? Hope that you're having a good afternoon. Don't forget tomorrow, 3 o'clock, same time. We got Listen app on Friday as well. At 3 o'clock, we've got Chris Landry, LandryFootball.com, and the NFL Draft. You know, I I, I got to tell you, with the NFL Draft and the mock drafts, which, you know, I, I don't pay a hell of a lot of attention, but just to kill time, sometimes I'm bored, and I'll just look to see where things are with people's, I guess, forecasts in their mock draft. And I guess the, the question is, who's going to go number one? You know, a lot of people think Walker out of Georgia, defensive lineman's going one. A lot of people think Aiden Hutchinson, you know, the edge rusher out of Michigan is going to go one. And there are others that think that Evan Neal, the offensive lineman out of Alabama, is going to go one. Right? So who knows? All all I know is you're not going to hear any quarterbacks' names for a while In this draft, maybe Kenny Pickett will be the first guy called. But I, uh, you know, what about Matt Coral out of Ole Miss? Where is he going to go in the draft? But again, the, the reason why I'm bringing this up is there is no consensus. Number one pick right now with the draft coming up at the end of the month. There's just not. And it will be very interesting to see if there's any movement at the top of the draft. The fact that there's not a quarterback, probably not. You know, again, Jacksonville could desperately use an edge rusher in Hutchinson, all right? I mean, they need just good football players. Uh, I keep on talking about you know, when you're bad, you just got to get good players. It doesn't even even matter that much what position uh they play. So it's gonna be I think the first ten picks, the question is will there be two quarterbacks taken at the bottom of the that, or will there be one? Right? Or there will be one. So there you have it. NFL draft. If you have any thoughts on that, uh, we can do that right here on Listen App. All right, I've done the baseball today. Again, I do not understand with Dubin bunting yesterday in the sixth inning why that would piss off Bob Melvin. I do understand why fans are a little irate over Clayton Kershaw being taken out today after throwing only 70 or, excuse me, 80 pitches through seven innings. I don't know what's happened to the game. It's not the game that I used to watch. I can tell you that. It's just not. It's not. You know, it's just not. Who do you like tonight in the NBA? You like the home teams? You like Atlanta to beat Charlotte? What about Pop going in in New Orleans and taking on the Pelicans? Who do you think? You think you think San Antonio or Charlotte? If I told you one road team was going to win tonight, who are you picking? I think that San Antonio-New Orleans game is just a flat out, flat out toss up. I mean, two teams that really aren't very good. Neither team's really very good. And the Spurs aren't going to be bothered by playing in front of a full house uh, in New Orleans. You know, Atlanta, you know, it's very simple. You know, they they can flat out score. We know that. And the Hawks have a a dynamic player, right? A a dynamic player in Trey Young. Now, Charlotte, of course... No Gordon Hayward. So that hurts them. You know, Atlanta's played very well at home as of late. You know, you look at the these two teams are pretty evenly matched them I and they had the exact same record. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it's a very close game tonight. I think both games are going to be close. And neither of these teams in the West are very good. In the East, better for sure. Charlotte and Atlanta. Uh, The Hawks at home, 27 and 14. Charlotte was not a bad road team this year at all. Matter of fact, they were a game over 500 on the road, which is very good. That is very good. They're a good road team. So you got a good road team against a good home team in the Atlanta Hawks and the Charlotte Hornets. Spurs, meanwhile, when you look at, They've been so up and down, and you can't really figure them out. But you can figure out Greg Popovich. That's for sure. And we'll have to wait and see with the Pelicans here. You know, without Brandon Ingram, big loss for them. I think think the Spurs probably go in there and win this game if I just had to pick. I would probably pick the Hawks, and I would pick the Spurs. You know, if I'm picking one road team out of the four, is gonna prevail, I'm probably gonna take the uh, San Antonio Spurs, what do you think? This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress, we all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash grant. Step into the world of power, loyalty, Hit me up. I want to hear from you. All right, hit that hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. What about Derek Carr? Are you a fan of that move? I am. And again, I'm not a Raiders fan, but I just think that's a really smart move. First of all, Carr took less money. I give him credit. You know, he's always a team guy, to so that the Raiders would be able to go out and get a Devontae Adams. And now, you know, if you're Carr. You got your $121 million extension. You have Adams. You got Waller. You have a very good team. You got a a very good bright mind and head coach in McDaniels. No more excuses. No more excuses. You got it, right? You got Devontae Adams. You've got your deal. And again, Carr's never made excuses. So I'm not saying it's Carr... No more excuses. I'm just saying it's fans, Raiders, media members, not Carr. Carr doesn't make excuses. That's not who he is. That's not who he is. So now you've got a dynamic wide receiver. You have one of the very best tight ends in football. Time to go, man. Time to get it. Time to do it. And that loaded AFC West. Loaded. And I mean, loaded. I don't know how you would handicap that division right now. I, I really don't. You know, without Tyree Hill in Kansas City, you know, you got to figure that is going to impact them. You got a new quarterback in Russell Wilson in Denver. You got Herbert entering his third year and the Chargers have already made some big moves. I don't know how you forecast that division. And now the Raiders. I mean, you want to talk about a division that's completely up for grabs. There will be no easy games in the AFC West, of course, barring injury, which we can't forecast that. So if you're a fan of the Raiders, fasten your seatbelts this year. Fasten your freaking seatbelts because all your divisional games are going to be big time. Big time. All right? Big time games. And I'm all for the Raiders going out and getting Adam's. I mean, if you're you're, in this division, you better be able to score. And you have arguably the best wide receiver in football. And if he's not, he's in the conversation. You know, I don't know if there is a best wide receiver in football. Actually, there are so many good wide receivers. There really are. But he is in the conversation. You cannot talk best receivers in the National Football League without having Adams in the conversation. So we'll see how this is all going to work out, but for Carr, and again, he's not the one that makes excuses, but there there will be no more excuses if you're a fan of Carr or you're a member of the media or anyone in the Raiders organization in Vegas. Not going to happen, all right? Not going to happen. You have an absolute dynamic wide receiver and a dynamic tight end, and there are no more well we didn't have this we didn't have that no you got it now right now you have it all right if you're a hockey fan they got the rest of the month as they're winding down the uh season and in the uh east boston and washington are going to be your wild card teams and then in the west wow are they tight nashville dallas 89 and 88 points respectively, and then Vegas with 85 with two weeks left to go in the regular season. The top three teams in each division get in. So you got Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis, Calgary, Edmonton, and L.A., and then your two wild cards. And in the east, you've got Florida, Toronto, and Tampa. Then you got Carolina, the Rangers, and the Penguins. And again, Boston and Washington, pretty much your playoff teams are all set uh, in the East, not so uh, in the West. So I don't know if you like talking hockey. I do. I love hockey. All right. Then you got golf, and it's going to be very interesting now with Scotty Scheffler and the first major in the books. All right. So you got a guy who's now on fire won four tournaments already in the year. They got the uh, tournament at Harbor town golf links in South Carolina. Then they go new Orleans. They go to Mexico. And then we fast forward to May 19th to the 22nd and the uh, PGA championship in Southern Hills in Tulsa. So that's your second major, by the way, how about this? You're defending champ in the PGA Championship is Phil Mickelson. Are we going to see Phil back on the golf course defending his title at the PGA Championship? Think about that for a minute. Phil Mickelson is the defending champ of the PGA Championship. Then June 16th through the 19th, it's the U.S. Open in Brookline, Mass. At the Country Club. And then St. Andrews, the Open Championship, July 14th to the 17th. And I can just tell you, as somebody that was absolutely blessed three years ago to play that course and be in St. Andrews, I've been been very fortunate and blessed to travel around the world. St. Andrews is one of the coolest places I've ever been. The town of St. Andrews is exactly what you think and what you see on TV. And walking around the streets of St. Andrews and being able to walk on the golf course at night is incredible. We got there on a Sunday and walked right down the 18th fairway at 11 o'clock at night while the sun was setting because it was very light at 11 o'clock. And you're just walking on the golf course. People are out there with their dogs and stuff. It's fascinating, absolutely fascinating, fascinating experience to be in St. Andrews. One of the highlights of my life. All right, let's get to some more phone calls here on Listen App, and it's Jerry. Hey, Jerry, how are you?
3: Hey, Grant, how you doing today?
2: Good, buddy. What's happening?
3: Hey, Grant, just wanted to let you know that I went onto YouTube uh, yesterday and I checked out that uh, with you and uh, Larry Krueger. Uh, you know, that, that was pretty uh, that was pretty awesome, Grant. Yeah, I don't mind you guys doing that every week. I mean, that was pretty cool.
2: I really appreciate that. Yeah, we're going to do it again this Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, and we're going to try to make it a weekly thing. So I'm really glad that uh, you checked it out. Thank you very much for doing so.
3: And, Grant, let me ask you one thing. Uh, you're saying that the Raiders are going to be stacked. Do uh, you think – they're probably going to do better than the Niners? Uh, I mean, we can't force the injuries, but I'm just you know, just asking.
2: Uh, I, it depends who the 49ers quarterback is, and I really mean that. I, if it's going to be Trey Lance, then I would say yes, I think it is. I just think Lance is probably going to take a full year to get up to complete speed. I think he has a chance to be a very, very, very good quarterback but I just think it could be a really tough going out of the gate if he is the guy. So I'm going to wait and see who the actual quarterback is. Uh, assuming that it's Lance, I would think then I would probably go with the Raiders, but you know, they also, the Raiders have a brutal, brutal division. I mean, that's the one thing we can all agree on. Their division is absolutely brutal.
1: Thank you very much, sir. Have a
2: great chat. Jerry. Thank you. Really appreciate that. And thanks for checking out uh, the show that Larry And I did yesterday. Larry had me on as his guest. And um, you know what? It was a lot of fun. It was uh, a lot of fun. I'm looking at it right here just to see. uh, Yeah, there it is. I'll go back and uh, listen to it in a little bit. Here's uh, some of the comments. Wow. This is a five-star interview show. Absolutely phenomenal. Yes, the Grant and Krug show. With over Sports Talk, make it happen. What's not to like? Two of the best in the business for an hour and 30 minutes of uncut, unfiltered content. Keep it up, guys. Two goats. Another one. It's a shame these two voices not on radio anymore. It's a shame. I appreciate all the nice comments. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that. You can go on uh, Larry Kruger's YouTube channel and uh, check it out. Really appreciate the comments. And again, Larry and I are going to do another show coming up for you on Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific. And we'll try to do it each and every week. And I'm excited. I, again, Larry used to be, well, I've known Larry for a long time. He was my intern when he was at Sac State in the early 90s. And I've always admired Larry. And he used to have me on when he was working with uh, Gary Radnich and Uh, they used to have me on all the time and I used to love it and really have enjoyed uh, following his career. So we'll see what happens. I'm really excited though, about the prospects of doing that show with him uh, once a week. I I really am. That could be a lot of fun. That could be a lot of fun, but we got to find a sponsor and we will and uh, make it happen. And then we'll, uh, we'll go from there. That's the one thing. You know, I, not to get off on a tangent, but it is open forum Wednesday. You know, when you do what I'm doing and what Larry's doing, then you are you're truly a one man band. Like I edit all of my own stuff, I upload it onto the podcast platform. I mean, you know, you do it all. There isn't you know there is no help, which means you also are responsible for the funding of what you do. So you have to have a revenue stream, and it's all up to you, meaning me to make that happen and so when you do this for the first time and larry and i were talking about this yesterday is there's so much to learn like i knew nothing about podcasts i had never really listened to podcasts until the pandemic hit in the spring of 2020 and i started listening to podcasts instead of music when i would go out for walks and i that's the first time i really started listening to podcasts and at the time little did i know that i would be doing one and you know you have to learn everything about it you know all the algorithms on the podcast platforms and which podcast platform are you going to go with the meaning meaning who is going to distribute it uh, at first i needed help in terms of all of that because i didn't know how to do it so i did have somebody help me to get me to get my feet wet to, so i could learn how to you know edit it and you know what what do I record it on? How do I record my podcast? You know, what what do I use? Uh, you know, then how do I edit it? How do I get it to sound good? Then how do I distribute it? You know, how do I get it on Apple and Spotify and everything else? And then you learn all of that. And then I've been blessed to have some really good sponsors from uh, Sacramento, and I had a national sponsor for a while in Manscaped, and. Uh, but you you have to go out, and Larry and I talked about this yesterday. You know, you have to go out and generate revenue. Like, I, I don't know, Larry's got two sponsors now on his YouTube channel already, and I think that is fabulous. Uh, as I've told you, I don't make any money here uh, from doing this show on Listen App. I hope to monetize it in the future, but, you know, I really want to get it up and running, and uh, I'm blessed at how many people go back and listen to the version that I put out on the platform Uh, Because not everybody can listen to it live. But a lot of people, because I get the numbers every day, are listening to each and every show. And I always try, when possible, uh, to put it right up on the platform within 15 to 30 minutes after I am done with this show. Like, for instance, yesterday, um, I've had 1,000... Let's see, what is it yesterday? 1,686, all right, that listened to yesterday's show, whereas maybe only live, maybe I'm only having 30, 40, 50, 60, but people are finding it when they're off work or off school or when they're working out in the morning or whatever. And so, you know, I'm very happy with that. And those numbers are going to continue to go up and up and up. You know, I've got podcasts where my numbers are excellent, and I'm thrilled with that. My sponsors are very happy with that. Their phones are ringing, and that's what I want, so I appreciate each and every one of you as I'm navigating my way through monetizing and making a living, because that's what Larry Kruger now is doing, and that's what I'm doing, and I'm going to continue to do it, and Uh, I've got some big things planned in the future. I believe I'm pretty excited about the prospects and if it all comes to fruition, we'll be right back where we were. And that means huge in Sacramento and Northern California. And then if I can do the show with Larry and we can now get into the Bay area and then this thing will grow and I want to go national, you know, which I will have the opportunity to do so. So, just like when I was doing the Jim Rome show and I filled in for Jim on a national stage for, I don't know, 15 years. And I was a great platform and I enjoyed doing that. And they were very generous to ask me to come back as often as they did. And that was a, that was a great stage uh, to be on. And I want to get back on a stage like that again. And I'm confident that I will, but I, I, I'm confident because I got people like you and all the others that are getting off work or out of school or wherever, and they're listening to the live shows each and every day that are distributed on my uh, podcast platform. And if you also, I, I keep on talking about this, but you know, if you are not one that's very technologically savvy, just go to my website, ifyoudon'tlikethat.com. Everything that I do is right there on the website. So if you don't like that.com. Like yesterday's grant, my show on listen app is on my rant is, is there my podcast from yesterday is on there. All of my rants, all my live shows, they're all there. All right. They're all there. So if you want to go back and listen to a podcast from three months ago, no problem. It's right there for you. Okay. It's right there. You can ask me a question. It, you've got the link to Crowd Ultra, which I answer on my podcast. I've got my link right there. If you hit the Twitter icon or Instagram or YouTube because, you know, if you hit the YouTube link, it goes right to my YouTube channel. So, I'm really happy with the, the website now. Everything is uh, full speed and linked and it's right there. Very simple. So, you know, because I know there are people, you know, Al and I always joke about this. Al and I are about the same age and you know, Al's like me. He can barely turn his phone on. So for people like Al and me, having a website to go to is easy peasy. I think even Al would know how to get on a website. I can guarantee you that. He may not know how to use his iPhone to listen to a podcast or his Android, but he can go to a website if you don't like that.com. I can too. I have limitations. Trust me. I have learned a lot, though since I started doing this, I really have, you know, you learn a lot of different things. So, uh, you know, you also learn how to do things when you're traveling and trying to find an area where you can do a live show with people around. Cause I'm telling you, when you're in a public place like an airport and you're doing a live show, you should see the looks that you get. I mean, it's, it's pretty significant. Because, you know, you have to use your voice is a little more animated. It's the volume is up. You know, I'm trying not to bother people, but man, you should see the people that look, they're like, what the hell is this guy doing? They're like, what on earth is going on over here with this guy? You know, and they're, then, then they want to know who you are. They want to know if you're famous. Like I get that all the time when I'm done. Wow. Um, what do you do? I'm a sportscaster. Wow. Um, do I know? Should I know you? You know, I mean, they ask you all kinds of weird questions. I'm like, well, you know, it depends where you live. But it, you get some weird looks when you do uh, like a, a live show at a, a public place. I've done it before at malls when I have been in a situation. I've done it before in airports. Uh, I'm trying to think where else I've done a, a live show where I've, oh, I did it in a hotel lobby in Fort Lauderdale waiting for. My buddy George McPhee to go to dinner. I was at the Team Hotel of Vegas. They were playing the Florida Panthers, and I did my live show in the lobby of the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> and uh, the 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 folks that were working behind the counter at the uh, front desk were looking at me like, uh, "You know, you're at the Ritz Carlton, right? You're talking very loud." I'm like, "Yes, I know I am. No problem. I'm just doing my show." So you know, again, you get really uh, you get you get some bizarre. You get some bizarre looks. Yeah, you really do. But it's all good. You know, I try to I try to get it out there every day. We try to have fun. Uh, and we try to talk about a lot of different subjects. All right. So, again, uh, tonight, uh, NBA, your two play-in games. The loser is done. All right. So, Charlotte, Atlanta, San Antonio, New Orleans. And then the winner plays the loser of last night's games. All right. And then you get the NBA playoffs starting for real. All right. Starting for real uh this weekend and it's going to be I'll tell you uh, one of the series that I find to be very interesting will be Memphis and Minnesota I think that has a chance to be a very interesting entertaining series I really do so you've got Utah at Dallas on Saturday the early game followed by Minnesota at Memphis then you have Toronto at Philly And you have Golden State home against Denver. That's the national game on ABC at 530 Pacific. Then on Sunday, Brooklyn's uh, at Boston. Chicago's at Milwaukee. The first game is going to be in Miami, but we don't know who they're playing yet. And then same thing. The last game of the weekend is Phoenix. And we don't know who they're playing yet. So... Two to be determined for Phoenix and Miami, but all the other series they're ready to go Chicago at Milwaukee, uh, Brooklyn at Boston, all right, And then you have again, the other games that I told you, Utah, Dallas, Minnesota, Memphis, Toronto, Philly, and Denver uh, and Golden State. It's gonna be gonna be interesting and I say that to see what transpires, uh, with this Minnesota-Memphis series, and then the unknown with Dallas, all right? What about Luka Doncic with his calf strain? How's that going to impact the Dallas Mavericks and the Jazz? You know, Luka's never been out of the first round before. It's a big, big, big series. Dallas has got home court, but now don't know about Luka. So that that that's... That's going to be interesting. See whether or not Luka Doncic is able to n- not only play, but play and be effective. Cap strains are, can last a long time. Cap strains can laugh, last a long time. That's no laughing matter. Not at all. Let's get to Jeff. Hello, Jeff. How are you today?
1: Good, Grant. How are you?
2: I'm good. Thank you.
1: Sorry, I had to join late. I was out on a date, lunch date with my lovely wife. There you go. And I'm sorry. Uh, did you cover the thing about the running up the score? Uh, your yep. opinion on it? Did I miss it?
2: Uh, I started off the show talking about the uh, absurdity of taking Clayton Kershaw out of the game after 80 pitches in a perfect game in the seventh. And I oh. talked about Dubin's bunt yesterday in the sixth, which had Bob Melvin in a tizzy, which is absurd. And, uh, you know, in the ninth inning, all right, maybe I can see it. If you're bunting in the ninth inning up by nine runs, okay. But in the sixth inning... You know, you're up nine runs and you're bunting. Big deal. The game's far from over in the sixth inning. Doesn't matter what the score is.
1: Right. They didn't pull their. I mean, when they put that uh, non non-position player in the pitch or the non-pitcher in the pitch, I guess yeah, you, know, you wouldn't do it then. They did that in the ninth. So I guess. But what's your opinion on running up the score in football and basketball? I mean, I mean, I mean, you you've been you've been We've taught uh, the game before with the Bulls and the Kings when they came back. So when is the score too much? Uh,
2: that's a fabulous question. You know, Kings were down 35 points in the middle of the third quarter and came back and won that game. So I think with the way the game is played now, whereas sports is more offensive-minded, both NFL and – not both, but NFL, NBA – Baseball. I mean, look at the run totals now, especially with no pitchers. You got the designated hitter, and it's now an offensive world that we live in in, in sports. So, to me, uh, because of that, uh, games aren't over until they're over.
1: Right. So the old unwritten rules is out. it gone. Like was-
2: I think. I think the unwritten rules in baseball are stupid. I mean, there would be an exception, Jeff. Like if it's eleven to two in the ninth inning, and you know you're bunting. You know, with two out in the ninth inning to get on right. first, maybe that's a little extreme. I get that or stealing or stealing. Yes, a bit. yes. I mean, I, again, I I would think that would be a little extreme. That would be, I guess, a good illustration of what the unwritten rules of baseball are really meant to be. But in the sixth inning, Jeff, I mean, come on. I mean, you could, right. you know, nine a nine run game in the sixth inning is not over.
1: Right, a grand slam and a bloop in a, a, yep. a hit. You're back in yep. the
2: game. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, the other part about that, you know, Gabe Kapler talked about, hey, he goes, you know, we're playing in a series here. I'm trying to get into the bullpen. You know, I'm trying to get them to get their pitch count up. I got a game tomorrow. I want them to go into the bullpen. And he makes a great point. Why would you not try to continue to put runners on and score in the sixth inning to get to the bullpen so that that may affect the game tomorrow? Makes a lot of sense to me. A lot of sense to me. I... Again, I think people are way too sensitive about these quote-unquote unwritten rules of baseball. Go out and play the freaking game, would you? Again, maybe an exception in the ninth inning. Maybe an exception in the ninth inning in a blowout, you know, with your bunting or your stealing. Okay, Uh, I get that, all right? I get that, but not in the sixth inning. Not in the sixth inning. All right, again, in just a couple moments, the Charlotte-Atlanta game uh, will be starting Again, the baseball finals I gave you already with the uh, Giants edging the Padres uh, by the score of 2-1. to one. A lot of matinees today. It's getaway day, but Milwaukee plays Baltimore in a couple of moments. The Yanks are home to Toronto, uh, and Seattle is in Chicago. So all the other games have been uh, completed. I gave you the scores earlier, including the Giants over the Padres uh, by the score of 2-1. to one. All right, don't forget tomorrow – Three o'clock, we'll talk about tonight's NBA games, anything else that's going on in the world of sports. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition, Open Forum Wednesday on ListenApp. So long, everybody.
0: It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.